Hi, welcome to the Simply Blush Show with co-anchors Allie and Kathy Weekly. Today, we'll be discussing, yes, girl, yes, you are called to be. Have you ever felt beaten down by the expectations that others have placed on you and you dream of changing your world? Look no further. Today, we'll be reviewing the book, Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. If you haven't read it yet, go grab your Kindle and download it. Let's get into the discussion. Hi, Mom. How are you today? Great. I'm pretty excited. I bought you the book and um, as a gift, and I haven't read it yet. So I'm a little bit interested in what the main takeaway of the book is. Yeah, well, Hollis separates the book out into three parts. The first one being excuses to let go of, the second behaviors to adopt, and the third skills to acquire. So if you had to create a tagline for the book, what would that be? Um... I would say the main takeaway from the book, the tagline that I would create, would be, it's time for women to stop apologizing and live the way that they wish. So pretty much change your world. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And she gives us a lot of practical ways to do that throughout the book. So I guess it's time to put on my work boots and uh, work on these goals. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean... Growing up, I mean, some of the most important things you learned were from your childhood Mm -hmm. and with, you know, today's world. I think some of these things still affect you today. And do you believe that this is true? I absolutely believe it's true. And um, Hollis kind of focuses in on this a little bit in the first chapter. And she talks about how lies start during childhood. So our preconceived notions um, of like, anything are fundamentally influenced by our childhood even as infants um so she basically says that we start living to meet the expectations of others rather than ourselves we start becoming people pleasers instead of self pleasers um so a goal then is a dream we just have to believe in ourselves Yes, and the excuses that we make to achieve these or to not achieve these goals need to leave and vacate the premises. (laughs) Amen. So, what does that look like? Well, like I mentioned earlier, she gives a lot of practical ways and suggestions on how to manage your time, your money, and just... So if I said, I don't have time, (laughs) you you, always say that. I always say that. I don't have time. I know. And that's actually one of the um, excuses that Hollis talks about. And on page 20, she says, the excuse, I don't have time isn't valid (laughs) because you aren't making the time. You could make the time, but you are actively choosing to not make the time and therefore you're not pursuing the goals. So the question isn't, do you have enough time? It's how are you using the time that you have? Um, And an example for this, she suggests writing down everything you do for a week, hour by hour, and then cataloging it, looking at your calendar, um, and finding five hours throughout any part of your week to work on your specific dream. So I guess you're saying, girl... The question is never, do you have enough time? The question is, how are you using the time that you have? Are you having mindful resources 
Um, kind of like we always talk about, I always am encouraging you to work out, do your yoga, walk outside, make journals, listen to music, take time, quiet time in prayer, unplug. Um, and, you know, we even go as far as talking about the vision boards of gratitude mm-hmm. um, lists and things like that. So that's kind of what you're talking about and she is. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And um, another kind of takeaway that I've had that she's talking about is to find confidence in you and stop beating yourself up. So another practical way and another practical homework opportunity that she says and mentions is you need to write a letter from your truth to extinguish the lies about who you really are. Oh, so writing a letter to yourself. Yeah. So like you mentioned gratitude journaling and bullet journaling and stuff like that. So I think it's funny that what you're saying kind of goes along with what Hollis is mentioning. Because you self-destruct. Exactly. Yep. And it all starts in your mind. Interesting. So, I mean, if we, in a sense, we've talked about in other podcasts, confidence, holding our head high, smiling, um, relaxing, laughing, dressing in a way that dresses for success. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Use good manners and expect others to actually believe in you. But you have to believe in you first. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then on page 60, towards the end of the first section, Hollis actually mentions that a little bit. She says, girl, stop comparing your beginning with my middle. So you, your middle looks completely different from someone else's middle. And the way that you think and choose to react to your situations influence your goal-orientedness. Um, so sometimes we hide our dreams within ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not... Um, coming out and being real with ourselves so sometimes we have to dig deeper Mm -hmm. grow write a letter to ourselves so we even have cognitive awareness of where our goal wants to be yes or even the behaviors that are inhibiting us from reaching that ultimate goal and then what was her second main topic that she talked about i know we were talking about this whole first topic is um excuses to let go what was her second one yeah her her second topic was behaviors to adopt So she kind of ends the first section with a goal-oriented quote, and she says, all you can do at any stage of any season of your life is try your best, and someone else's opinion of how you're doing or what you're doing is none of your business. So in other words, nobody can validate you other than you. Judgmental people are going to judge you no matter what, and it is ultimately your decision to find success on your own terms. Okay, so we're talking about own terms, and... Mm -hmm. We're going into part two of behaviors to adopt. Mm-hmm. Which behavior do you choose to adopt today? Do we stop asking permission for things? I mean, what does that look like in her behaviors to adopt? Well, she actually lists seven different behaviors to adopt, and I'll just quickly glaze through them. So the first one is stop asking permission. The second, choose one dream and go all in. The third, embrace your ambition. The fourth, ask for help. The fifth, build foundations for success. The sixth, Stop allowing them to talk you out of it. And the seventh, learn to say no. In regards to your question, which behavior do I choose to adopt today? Um, I choose to adopt the stop asking permission. Is that your manifesto? (laughs) A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, um, I've been gratitude journaling and stuff like that and kind of just trying to focus on myself and what success means to me. So I find it hard sometimes to do things for myself when I'm constantly being asked to do things by other people. I agree. You know I listen to a lot of Brene Brown in the TED Talks and um, she talks a lot about knowing thyself and she um, references that Ralph Waldo Emerson and Ben Franklin 
they um, talk about this a lot and because it's like an idea is ingrained in our culture of knowing thyself, but it is perhaps the most important journey in our life because to know who you are and who you want to be is the ultimate goal in life. And mm-hmm. that's what all those TED Talks actually go back to, too, that we, um, mm-hmm. I talk to you about all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we expect others to believe in you or me, but we have to believe in ourselves first and not shame ourselves, not guilt ourselves, um, and dress those things. Um, do you, uh, which behavior was difficult to consider adopting for you when you talked about that? Learning to say no, especially in college. I have found this so difficult. That's a job. It is. It's extremely hard. And even in my everyday life, it's just become an issue for me like school i have so much schoolwork, so you have to have that as a priority but then you yes feel like you girl don't have... yes <laughs> i'm sorry no, i'm paying for that no <laughs> and you feel like you don't have enough time in mm-hmm. your day to spend with friends or to do this or to do that and ultimately you become sleep deprived you your mental health starts deteriorating because you're not focusing on yourself you're focusing on putting out more effort than you're getting back so I, I just, I think that I really need to focus on that. So how do you think you um, acquire these skills? Mm-hmm. So that's actually the third section, skills to acquire. And um, she suggests another thing, another activity. And she says, three mini goals, list them. And write, the, write out a roadmap to your big goal. So um, How do you create that? Well, <laughs> so first you need to figure out what are your three mini goals? And then the three mini goals all spawn off into the one big goal. Can you give me an example? Oh, of course. Okay, so like for me, say I want to get through my finals. Um, I want to find an internship. And say I want to um, find a summer job. Okay. Say those are three mini goals. And then the ultimate goal would be to graduate college and either go to graduate school or find a stable job to just live off of. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that is broken down. So it's funny that you said that. I was looking up on Pinterest, the Hollis quotes, because I haven't read the book. And one of them she had said was, our own insecurities on any subject either spark our curiosity or feed our judgment. Um, do you agree with that statement? I do. and. Um, I I believe that she offers like many practical ways to kind of come to terms with like your own insecurities and to become creative and stop feeding on other people's judgment and start learning to grow based on your own judgment of yourself. And you know, even in my book that I wrote, Grow Creative for Wholeness, you know, we talk about, um, you know, those filler books of the Bible, like mm-hmm. Proverbs that says a kind hearted woman, you know, Proverbs 11, one through 18 are great um, things to reference. A kind hearted woman gains honor. Those who are kind benefit themselves. Trouble pursues a sinner. The wise for the Lord shun evil. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs angle. anger. Um, commit to the Lord with all your ways, you know, and it's all about decisions and thriving within those um, and, and the thing is, I think that we have to be firm in ourselves and believe that um, any decision we make is the best decision because you mm-hmm. get to decide what you believe. And in the end, we have to be able to be the best we can be by creating and inspiring. Um, what do you think? I completely agree once again. And um, 
I think that you choose your own attitude, your own focus, and your own intentions for any situation, no matter what. Um, and your choices make the difference between your happiness or your ultimate suffering. So, um, the ultimate takeaway from the entire book is yeah, so by embracing your calling and refusing to hide your glow. You won't just make your future brighter, but you'll make the future brighter for women around you. Um, And she kind of ends with a quote that says, Doubt will kill more dreams than failure ever will, but believe in yourself. And it will give you the strength to get up and get back up again and again. It's not your job to make yourself fit into anyone else's ideal. It's your job to start believing in who you are and what you're capable of. It's time to be yourself unapologetic and apologetically and to show the world what happens when a woman challenges herself for greatness. It's time to stop apologizing for who you are. It's time to become who you were made to be. Yes, girl, yes, love that. You are called to be. You really are. Well, I think I'm gonna go read it. Thanks, Allie, for sharing today. Of course, thanks for doing the